Welcome to the Free Real Estate Hacks Podcast with your host, Johnny Youssef. This podcast is packed with tips, tricks, and hacks. Whether you are someone who wants to get into real estate or you have done it for many years, please welcome your host, Johnny Youssef. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my third episode. This is your host, Johnny Youssef. And today, the question that I'm going to answer has to do with protecting your properties from tenants. So today, I'm going to share with you guys what I've learned. Some of those things that I've learned were uh, learning them the hard way, but how do I protect my property from tenants? And the reason I say from tenants, not from bad tenants, is because let's be real. Even good tenants are typically not going to care for your house as much as you're going to care for it. So, you know, you have to recognize that really it's almost impossible, very rare to find someone that will really care about investing in your home and your property and making sure that it is in a perfect condition all the time because they don't own it. So why would they continue investing in it? So that being said, whether you are gonna find a good tenant or a terrible tenant to move in one of your properties, you wanna have a plan of how to protect your property. And uh, that's one of my favorite things that I like to talk about, but you know, I'm gonna keep it brief. So I'm gonna share with you guys just three points, three things that uh, can really help you guys with protecting your properties. The first one is have a strong leasing process. So be very careful on who you rent out to, do vetting process, have a policy in place for fair housing rules. You can't really pick and choose, you know, based on personality or whether you like the person or not, or whether the person goes to your church or not. You really have to have strong policies in place. So have policies of what you're looking for and have it written down. Okay, so that's one thing. And when you have those policies, one of the very important things you want to do, I would even argue and say it's more important than their credit history is going to their previous landlord and interviewing him. And the questions I always ask are, you know, have they taken care of the property when they lived there? Have they caused a lot of damage? Did you have to go all the time to do maintenance work? Have they paid on time? Were they respectful? Um, did they increase the value of the property and did they help make the place better? Those are questions that you can ask the landlord. So have a really strong vetting process, but also have a strong lease. So strong lease will include having language in your lease for having the right to inspect the property. So what I do with uh, my units and houses is that I have in my lease uh, a term there saying that we can come and visit the property as uh, often as once a month. I don't do it once a month, but you can do it as once a month. I uh, typically just actually end up doing it once every three months. I put it in the lease that we have up to once a month to come for inspection walkthrough, but I go usually once every quarter uh, of the year to do a walkthrough. And when I do a walkthrough or one of my maintenance guys do a walkthrough, they have a checklist. They look and see how are they taking care of the gutters? Are they cleaning the gutters? Are they making sure that the water is going away from the house? You know, is everything intact so that the water is going away? 
uh, from the house? Are they taking care of landscaping and they're cutting grass and they're making it look reasonable? Are they cleaning the windows or are the windows nasty? When you go into the house, do you have, you know, broken blinds everywhere? Do you have, you know, water leaks under any sink or, or vanity in the bathroom? Do we have any water leaks that may cause mold or, you know, big damages? Uh, you know, is the place neat? Is the flooring being taken care of? Or are you having, you know, dirt or, or, or water uh, just leaks on the floors that's causing, you know, wood rot or damage. So those are the things you want to look for in the inspection. So the first point is you have a strong vetting before they move in, but also after they move in by having inspection. I spell out also in my contract, you know, this, the consequences for damages. So I have actually a document that has a schedule and in that schedule it has every cost that they will incur out of their deposit for specific damages. So for every blind that you break while you're living there, you know, we're going to charge you $10. For every this, we're going to charge you this. And that way, they're just cautious and they're aware, okay, if we break this or if we do this and that, we're going to pay for it eventually. And I also encourage them when I sign the lease with them and I say, hey guys, just so you know, as far as our renewal policy, we only renew for tenants that are helping making this home and that neighborhood that you're going to be moving to better. So if you want us to renew with you and possibly not raise the renewal lease, we are much more flexible and willing to work with you when we know that you've taken care of the place. So when you tell that also to people, people don't want to move. So they want to take care of the place so that you renew with them when it's time. So first point is strong lease and strong leasing process. Second point, when you are renovating or working on the house, try to not do the things that will be a lot of headache later. And what I mean by that, try to avoid things that require a lot of maintenance. So I never put carpet in my houses anymore because carpet, even with clean tenants, you know, it's still something that you're more likely going to have to replace every five years and you have to deal with you know, if someone has a pet and the pet pees and it's never going to be clean again or now the place smells, even after they clean it and they move out, it still smells. And and if someone, even if they're clean and they clean the tree well, but, you know, you have a tenant, which I've had that before, that is uh, very, aller you know, allergic, then they move in and there's still, you know, dog or cat hair somewhere in the vents and it's causing them trouble. So just don't put carpet. That's one thing you can do that can avoid the house uh, being... Uh, you know, more likely not tenant proof and more likely, you know, with damages. Uh, I put eggshell paint, don't put flat paint. Flat paint means that if anyone uh, put their foot on the wall or their shoe or they touch it with sweaty palms, it's going to mark it and it's really hard to clean. If you put eggshell, it's slightly shiny, but at the same time, it's easy to wipe and more likely going to be able to maintain a clean wall that they can clean. Uh, I also, you know, and, and, and I also the paint always the same kind of paint that way paint color I pick a color and I use it everywhere that way I don't have to mix and match between each houses which makes it easier and you save money and you also know the paint name so when the tenants are moving out you tell them here's the paint if you guys want to touch up and they go and buy the same exact paint again less work for you and less damages on the house 
washers and dryers are one of the biggest things that cause a lot of, of money. They're damages or people overstuff them or they forget to remove the lint and then they break and they don't tell you or, or typically they will say, well, we don't know why it broke and they're not willing to really own it. So now you're, you know, spending $600 for a new set or, you know, $400 a piece every time someone breaks it. And that was one of the most costly things. So I don't include wash and dryer. They're not included. Now, if you want me to include them and you can't afford them, I will rent you a pair for $35 a month because guess what? You can buy them both for $600. So at $35 a month in less than two years, you make all your money back. So even if it breaks early or something like that, usually you're under warranty. But even if, you know, after that, you still had someone that paid for the majority of the payments for them. So you're not missing much. And you again, you have a strong contract where it says, if we find out that any of the appliances or anything in the house were damaged because of neglect or abuse, we have the right to charge you for those things. And thirdly, preventative maintenance. So it's similar to the whole thing as inspection, but inspection is more about inspecting um, you know, the property just to make sure they're not damaging it. But that is preventative maintenance. And really, I use the language preventative maintenance so that they're not so defensive when we're visiting there every quarter. Say so we're having preventative maintenance on the property, which basically serves as one inspection, but two, it's having someone that would go in and, you know, clean the AC unit from the outside because that's one of those things that I didn't do at the start and I would burn out newer AC units because there's grass and they're stuffed and and then they burn out. So it's cleaning the AC outside. It's making sure that if the tenants don't clean the gutters and you have it on the lease that they're responsible to clean the gutters. If they don't clean it, you give them a week to clean it. If they still don't clean it, you hire a company and you just forward the charge to them. You know, preventative maintenance meaning that you walk around and make sure that they're not doing anything into the in the property that is causing the property to get damaged quickly or deteriorate. Uh, so those are the things that I would encourage you to do to have a tenant-proof property. And by doing that, you're probably saving the property from a lot of unnecessary expenses and repairs that you can avoid. Again, just to summarize it, number one, have a strong vetting process with strong lease and strong leasing and approval process to make sure you have top-notch tenant, but also to make sure that uh, the lease protects you if they abuse their right of living in the property. Number two, try to make sure that the choices you make with paint and with flooring and with appliances uh, are simplifying your life and at the same time uh, they are responsible for any damages that happen to them. And number three, have preventative maintenance, have it paid where you have someone going in to change the filters because guess what, most tenants or a lot of tenants will forget changing the filters on time on the HVAC system and that may really damage the whole thing. So have someone doing that, making sure gutters are cleaned or charging someone to clean the gutters and maybe forwarding that to the tenant if it's on your lease, uh, making sure the AC outside is clean. So just having preventive maintenance so that you are paying someone, you know, 80 bucks every three months, but avoiding bills for three, four thousand dollars when it's, you know, brand new AC or when it's, oh, the water has damaged the foundation for years and now we have to fix the foundation and it's causing thousands. So hopefully this helps and I am looking forward for the next episodes with you guys. Thank you so much for listening to me and tune in. Thanks for listening. 
If you have a question you want Johnny to address on a future episode, please send it to questions at freerealestatehacks.com. While you're online, make sure you check out the free three-part video series available at freerealestatehacks.com.